Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Yesterday I started a brand new series talking about the power of partnership. I have some CDs on this, I have DVDs, and I also have another teaching that I've entitled Financial Stewardship. And this covers uh, teaching on prosperity. Uh, from a, a perspective that isn't limited to partnership. This just talks about all kinds of things. We also have some DVDs with testimonies of people who have proven the power of prosperity in their life by being stewards of what God has given them. So we've got a whole package deal we'll be offering the uh, package at the end of the program today. Yesterday I was kind of giving an introduction to this and I talked quite a bit about how that there is a resistance against teaching on money, especially from preachers. You know, people will go and hear somebody talk about how they make money. And in uh, the stock market and they're just all excited about that they'll go and they'll listen to somebody talk about how they made money on buying houses and fixing them up and then flipping them and as long as it's outside of you know spiritual things they are uh, seeking ways to prosper and stuff, and they're looking for it. But when a preacher starts talking about money, I guarantee you there is a resistance. And I understand that some of it is well deserved because most ministers minister on finances because it's a way of guilting the people, manipulating the people, and causing them to give to them. So I understand that. And there certainly is some justification for it. But I tell you, if you just get this Judas attitude, 
to where, you know, how dare a person, you know, take this expensive ointment and pour it on the feet of Jesus. This should have been sold and given to the poor and things like that. If you get that Judas spirit on you, Ndoze gama antino kalo kwa totia ama futa agebe ya gomu wenda aga kalosa wegati Nogai waku bigerebi ya yesu mfocho kugawa omuntu omuna ku omuavu Ewe ndoza ya yuda wabango jirineyo I guarantee that's not a good thing. There is truth to prosperity, and specifically what I'm wanting to talk about. Is how that partnership benefits you. And if you throw the baby out with the bathwater, if because some people have manipulated and used the teaching from Scripture incorrectly for selfish motivation, and because of that, you just refuse to hear, you're going to miss out on a blessing. I remember when I was in Hong Kong ministering there with uh, well anyway I won't give the name but I was holding a meeting in Hong Kong and um Sija Hong Kong I was ministering in a minister's conference and I got up and I really felt like God told me to minister on finances and prosperity. And a right attitude for towards prosperity and since it was a minister's conference I felt like the Lord specifically wanted me to minister against the fear that ministers have about receiving offerings. And things like that. But to be honest with you, I had a fear about ministering on that because as I've traveled, you know, here in the United States, you mentioned money, a minister mentions money, and I guarantee you there's immediate turn off. Some people get up and leave. There's rejection, all these kind of things. But outside of the United States, it's a hundred times worse. And part of this, again, is because American pastors have gone all over the world raising money and stuff. And I mean, American ministers have a very bad reputation. And it's, it's bad in the States, but it's even worse outside of the States. And so anyway, I just knew that there was going to be pushback. I knew that it wasn't going to be popular if I mentioned that. 
kati namanya nti ni wagena kuba woku wakanyizibwa era namanya nti tichigenda kubanga bachigula singa malane nchatula so i didn't do it i ministered on something else i really disobeyed god i Norecho sachi kora ilana kwa tamute mulala gwenda yogera yo kono recho mbufunzi na jemi la katonda It wasn't intentional but I just thought God this, this won't go over well Siche chintu jena gende ya nemu kama na mugamba mnangi Chintu chino chema kankwete chigenda kugenda bulunji And so anyway I went out to eat with the pastor and his staff Mbufunzi ntinagendo kuliyako echemisano musumba ne abantu wanabe ya liyakola nabo After the the morning message and at lunch this pastor just started saying man we are struggling financially we need help on finances and would you please share and so all during lunch I taught for an hour or two hours during lunch to his staff. And when that happened, it was like the Lord just confirming to me that I told you what you were supposed to minister on. So in the afternoon... When I got up to minister, I said, you know, I'm going to change the whole focus of everything I'm doing. And I said, I'm going to minister on something that uh, you may not like. I said, if you could name one thing that you do not want to hear from an American preacher, one, if the worst thing you would ever... The worst thing you could think of an American minister ever preaching on what would it be? And immediately, I mean out of the crowd, there was probably 300 people. And out of these 300 ministers, all of them started saying, money, finances, prosperity. They said, that's the worst thing. We don't ever want to hear that. And I said, well, that's exactly what God told me to minister on. And so I started ministering on it. And I tell you, it was some hard ground. It was rough plowing. But by the end of that conference, we had so many people uh, have breakthroughs in this area. You know, yesterday on my program, I'm not going to turn over there and go through the whole thing, but yesterday I used that parable. Out of Luke chapter 16, where Jesus told about a man who was a steward who was stealing money from his master. 
Muluka kumina mukaga yesu yogelea kumusajja yali omuwanika yali abasente za mukamawe and his master found out about it said put your books in order i'm going to inspect them and if what i've heard is true you're going to lose your job era mukamawe yafuna amaulire gano namuyita namugama anti njagalo teketeke bulunje bitabo byo era singa nchizula anti byempulira bitufu ngenda kugoba kumulimu so the man knew he was guilty and he kept stealing money but what he did was take that money and use it to bribe people to influence people Era omusajjono yamanya antigumusinga neche yatandiko kokola yasigala basente ne kumulundi guno yatandiko kokoza sente zo yali abba okulabanga akoma kubulambu abantu So that when he got fired he could go to them and say do you remember how I blessed you and decreased your debt could you help me Yete keretekele bulunji nti wana marano amugoba kumulimu ajja kugenda eri abantu abo abajukizenti abange mujukira wenna basalira ku mabanja gebali babanja no rwecho bango byo kumulimu katinange munyambe and he started using money and the master commended him because he used his money to affect the future kati omusajjono yatandi kokozesa sente olwechigendererwecho nti era mukamawe na mutendereza lwachi kubanga yatandi kokozesa sente okukoma kubulamu bwo bwo mumaso and then i used luke 16:9 where jesus took that parable and made this application he says use money kati nenzi jayo lunyiru no muluka 10 mukago olwomwenda yesu yagamba nti mukozesa sente to influence people to make friends Use money to touch people's lives and make friends so that when you die ntimukozese sente okwefunira emikwano nokoma kulamu bwabantu ntikatirwe mulifa You will enter into heaven with all of these people greeting you and I was talking about that the application of that was ntimujja kuyingira muguru ngalaini za abantu nono nabo mwakoma kone sente za mwe balinzo okubaniriza kati wanu nekujira yonti chechali kiraga wano that you use money to affect your future eternal future untikozesa sente zo okuchuse bisera byebyo mumaso ebisere bitagwawo you can't send money to heaven they don't use money in heaven but you can use money in this life kubato sobala kusindika sente muguru muguru tabakozesa sente nebosobola kozesa sente kunsiku noko tulimbula mubuno to touch people's lives with the gospel see them changed they will be born again they will have marriages healed they'll be healed in their body and all these kind of things noko makulamu wabantu nobulire njinu ngokoyisa sentezo abantu banji nebalokoka obulamu bwabwe nebuchuka and then when they get to heaven man they are going to be there waiting on you to welcome you into heaven njikati abantu abantu banatuka muguru bagenda kuba bakwaniriza ngera bakusanyukira muguru So you can actually take something that is temporary, temporal, that won't last for eternity, but you can use it to touch people's hearts and change their hearts. Chitegeza chinonti osobolokoyesa ebintu ebyakasero obusera, no bikoyeso koma ku mitima jabantu, no labe mitima jabantu ngajichuka. And that will last through eternity. So in a sense, you can't send money to heaven, but you can use money to touch people's lives and that will go to heaven and you will have friendships Enemitima jabantu ejichuse ejo jisobola jjo kuyingira mu butagwawo kitegeza akintu osobola kozesa ebintu bino ebigwawo noko makulamu bwabantu ne wetegekera ebisera byebyo butagwawo and relationships throughout eternity because of the use of your money ne wegulira emikwano mu butagwawo lwachi kubanga okutte bulunje okwanya emikwano ngokwesa sente zo kunsi kuno and so that's what jesus said in luke chapter 16 and in verse 8 
Norwecho Yesu chaliyogera ku muluka 10 mukago rwomunana. And let me just turn over and read this one verse to you in verse 10. It says, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Kansumewa norunyirumuloka muluka kumina mukaga kansumore kumyorugamanti. Abo mwesigwa mchintu echitone nyo ne mchinene aba mwesigwa. Ira abo mwriazamanyi kuchintu echitone nyo ne mchinene aba mwriazamanyi. Now we've taken that verse and we apply it to all kinds of things. I've actually told our students before. Katino tukute oru o o echa wandikwa chirunduchiko esa kubulichintu chona. Era mzizenga ambaba yizi bafewa no Karis Bible College. That if you want to pastor a mega church, you just don't jump to the top of the ladder. You don't start at the top. You have to start on the bottom rung and work your way up. You have to be willing to teach Sunday school class. You have to be willing to teach a Bible school class. You have to be willing to be an associate pastor. You have to do things. There's steps and stages. And did you know that that's true? And that's that's not wrong to say that, but in context. Jesus was talking about money, and he was saying, if you aren't faithful in that which is least, money. Wano Yesu yaliyogera unga. Esira aliteka kusente wea gamba Ntigowobanga tulimu esu kwa mchitono Ngayogira kusente Then Who is going to trust you With these greater riches If you've been unjust in money You will be unjust in other things Katinga abuza Ntigowobato vademu esu kwa mchitono Chitone nyo Ngayesente Anya yuzo kwesi kisebi intuibinene Chitegeza ntigowobato vademu esu kwa mchitono Chitone Chitegeza ntigowobato vademu esu kwa mchitono Chitegeza ntigowobato vademu esu kwa mchitono Chitegeza Here's what Jesus is saying. If you can't believe God and use your faith and give and trust that when you give, it's going to be given back to you. Kati era wano Yesu chiageza kukulaga. Nti, buobanga tosopala kukoseza kukiriza kuo. Noba nobu esigwa, noba nobu vumu. Nti buowayo ogenda kubanga owewa na te. Then you're just fooling yourself to think that you can trust God for your healing. Chitegeza achi, ntubatu sopala kweza kukirizoko mubia ansimbi. Tosopala kubanga wedimba, nti atosopala kiza katonda kubio kuonye zibwa. For your deliverance, for your marriage, for your salvation and other things. Okusumulako, obuluko zibwo, obamu makago, nebi ntwebidarabio na. It called trusting God in this area of money the least use of your faith. Yesu ayita okwesiga katonda mubye nsimi ba mubya sente ntikwecheki ntwechitone nnyo mubyo kukiriza That is huge. Echono chinene. And this is not what most people think. Chokatenga kino sichechi ntu abantu abasinga chibaluwoza. I've actually had people before get mad at me. This is back when I was only on radio before I started on television. Mfunya abantu banji nyo ngabanyigira katino bino bisera bya mabega nyo ngasina genda kutelefaina abulanga nchakolira ku radio koka. But when I was on radio, I was teaching on prosperity and teaching about how that if you give, God will bless you back. 
Nwecho katinaliku radio omulundi ogumu ngambuli abantu nti bwowayo katonda agenda kukubanga akuwo mukisanate. And I had a man write the radio station in Brighton, Colorado that I was on and threatened to sue me and he wanted my address so that he could sue me for using uh Nafuno omwami omu eyawandikira radio no kwenali mperereza ngabagama ntino ayagala kunkuba mu mbuga za mateka ngayagala mpabirirwachi Radio time to tell people about money. He says that's for the super saint. That's for the people that you know are these mature Christians. You should be using your air time. radio to deal with just the basics and telling people about getting saved. Jesus is saying just the opposite. Jesus said if you aren't faithful in that which is least, then you won't be faithful in greater things. Yaku gambie ntiwobato bade mwesigwa mchintwe chitono Atitu sula kubele yako mwesigwa mchintwe chinene And he was talking about if you can't trust God in this area of finances Ilano chaliageza kukulaga ntiwobato sula kubele katonda mumbele neyebi mfuna Then you won't be able to trust him in other areas Akulaga ntu sula kubele katonda mungeri endala yona And somebody says I don't believe that Well let me just share some scriptures with you over here in Mark chapter 10, this is where Jesus had a rich man come unto him. And in verse 17, it says, when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And I'm not going to take time to do this completely, but if you would put this into his context. Jesus had already been blackballed by the scribes and Pharisees who were the religious leaders. They said if people came to his meetings, they would be kicked out of the synagogue. Who was willing to identify with Jesus, he even ran and fell at his feet showing some commitment. And some devotion to Jesus. So You've got to put this in his proper context. This man was possibly going to be kicked out of the church, out of the synagogue. 
Nurecho katuteke doku manyomula mbulu kufurecha wandiki wachino note giranti omusajono bali bagenda kumugoba muyekaru. For even coming and associating, so he had some degree of commitment. Ntiba nadini mbali tiwagena kudamu mukiriza kubanga abakungana na ye. Na yola banti omusajono yaliye wadeyo bachibachibi. Did you know if somebody came into most churches today and ran down the aisle and fell on their knees at the altar and said I want to join this church. Umanyika tika nkugereze singomu ntu omwa jamase katigye chibina mukiriza kanisa nago kumavivige na afukamira naga banange munembega ili de nsaba munyambe mbenga nega takukaniseno i guarantee you 99 out of 100 churches would just immediately accept that person uh, because of that display of so called commitment wachi nkulaganti aba amakanisa chenda mumwenda ku 10 gagenda kukiriza omuntu oyo afukamide lwachi kubanga bagenda gamba eh, bambi alazo kuyayana nokwagala kwe jesus went beyond people's actions and he looked at their heart na yola banti yesu yoyavanga mwebyo okutunuwe kutunuza bikolwa byabantu natunulirange mitima jabwe and jesus could perceive that this man wasn't exactly right and so he told him in verse 18 he says chovola banti yesu yatunino musajjo ono nagamba ono ono simutufu ne wanku badde yefukamiza kati yagena mu 10 na 8 namugamba why are you calling me good this man said good master nti yesu yamubuza nti ompitira cho mulunji jukira musajjo ono yali abuza yesu nti nti omuyigirizo mulunji what must i do to inherit eternal life he says why are you calling me good Na kolanti okusikirobula mubuta gwawo kati wanomuloku 18 Yesu amubuza nti lwachi ompito omulunji There is none good but one that is God Tewali mulunji wabulo omu yekatonda In other words in a sense he's saying look I'm either God or I'm not good Mubufunza kati wanali amugamba nti ninakuba katonda obasi checho sili mulunji there are people who think that Jesus was a great example. He was the greatest example of love and they will say he's all of these things but he's not God. Omanyi walu abantu abasinga banjinga bakirizanti ah Yesu munange chakulabira ko kirunji muntu mulunji na yate sikatonda. No Jesus was either God and he was good because he was God. Na yate kankukaka sechino nti Yesu yali mulunji ngerechi mubere obulunji aina kubangu oba yali katonda. Our Jesus was an absolute charlatan because Jesus said there is no other way under the Father except through me John chapter 14 verse 6 and many other places obasichecho Yesu yali abanga abuzabuza bubuzabuza kubanga yagamba nti tewali no mwainza kujeri katonda kitawe okujja konga ayise muye muyokana 14 mukaga Jesus proclaimed himself as being God as being the only way to God the Father nurecho kati Yesu yeraga nti yeye katonda nti era yekubo lyoka editukutusa edichitawe and so he was either who he said he was and he was good because he was God manifest in the flesh norecho kati oboliawo yaina kubecho chagamba chali nti yekatonda yali alabisidwa mubiri or jesus was a charlatan or at the very least you could say he was deceived or at the worst he was a deceiver obasi checho yesu yali mulimba choyinzo gama nti yali mulimba dalala and I guarantee you Jesus was exactly who he said he was. And so in a sense what he's telling this guy is look either make me God or quit calling me good. Bufuze kachaliamu gamanti mpita katonda obalekera okumpita omulunji. 
And look at the man's response in verse 20. He answered and said unto him, Master. Now see in verse 17, he said, Good master. And Jesus challenged him. Look, I'm not just good. I am either God or I'm not good. Quit calling me good. And call me God or quit calling me good. And so you know what he did in the 20th verse? He answered and said unto him, Master, he dropped the good. Jesus correctly perceived that this man wasn't as committed as what his actions looked like. Jesus looks on the heart. First Samuel 16:7 says, Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. Jesus knew that this man wasn't right. And so how did he bring this out? How did he show the man that, look, your commitment may be a mile wide, but it's an inch deep? It's not genuine. You're just surface. How did he prove this? Look at this. It says in verse 21, And Jesus, beholding him, loved him. It's important as you understand, he didn't say this because he hated this guy. He loved him. He wanted this man to respond, but he wasn't willing to lower himself. Down and just meet this man on a surface level. He was drawing this man to a deeper commitment. And look at what he said. He said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor. And thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, take up thy cross, and follow me. Man, that's huge. That is huge. He told this man to sell everything he had and give it to the poor. Why did he do that? Because over here in Luke chapter 16, verse 10, if you aren't faithful in that which is least, you aren't faithful in greater things. This man confessed, I skipped that verse just trying to hurry through this, but in verse 19, 
Jesus told the man, you know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal. Yesu ya gama msajonu ntiumanya mateka totanga, toyendanga, tobanga. Do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and thy mother. He gave him some of the Ten Commandments. And in verse 20, this man answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. That's not true. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This man is saying, I haven't sinned. I've done all of these things. I guarantee you, he was deceiving himself. How do you how do you bring a person out of deception when they think, oh, I'm trusting God? katonda. I, I believed God. I'm trusting God. I'm just doing fine in all of these areas. You know, one of the ways you can do it is go check their giving. And tell this person to give everything they have. That's what Jesus did. He, you know what he was doing? He was showing this man that he had broken the first and the last of the Ten Commandments, and probably everyone in between. The first commandment is, you shall have no other gods before me. This man's money was his God. He trusted in what that money could do for him more than what God could do for him. The last of the Ten Commandments is don't covet anything that your neighbor has, his wife, his, his clothes, his possessions, anything you shall not covet. This man was covetous with the Bible. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, it says covetousness is idolatry. This man had broken all of the commandments. But he was deceived, thinking he was trusting in his goodness, not realizing that he had made money his God. He was coveting what money could do for him. And so Jesus used money, his attitude towards money, to reveal his heart to him. And I tell you, there's some people watching this program that you are offended. That a minister is talking about money. Again, if it was a secular person, that 
somebody who was a millionaire, a real estate mogul, you wouldn't have a problem with them talking about money. But ministers, you just automatically are offended. Wababa no bamugaga kwa gala nane baba yitanti ya abane mujetu bayigidi zengeleje mukola mubu gaga Musa nyukira dala na yato muweleza wache ogera kecha sente And stuff and you've got a bad attitude Mudirida dala bubinyo About money Some of it is deserved because ministers have manipulated people That's not what I'm doing I'm telling you the truth for your benefit Abamu kale abaweleza chiba gwana ne mubanyigira rwachi kubanga kale bakozesa e binobyo nnao kubanga bo byogerebyo bibafunamu na ye nze chisichend kola musawe no nze nimukubagamba mazima amazima gagayamba mmwe I'm showing you how giving and prosperity and partnership benefit benefits you Mbalaga okuwayo ebyensimbi no no kusechi mu byensimbi chechiku yamba gwengo muntu and if you haven't been faithful in this area, I believe you're deceiving yourself. About being faithful in all of these other areas. You know, again, going back to Luke chapter 16. What Jesus was teaching about this parable. He says, if you aren't faithful in that which is least. You won't be faithful in greater. If you haven't done that which is least, you can't do that which is greater. You know, if I can't jump five feet. You you, are, you would be smart to place money on the fact that if I can't jump five feet, I can't jump ten feet. If I can't do that which is least, I can't do that which is greatest. And Jesus said trusting him in this area of finances is the least use of your faith. And yet there are people saying, oh, I can't give. I need all of this money. But, oh, I'm trusting God for healing of cancer. I'm trusting God to heal my marriage. I'm trusting God to get me a new job. I'm trusting God. And you're saying that you're trusting God in all of these other areas, but you can't trust him in that which is least. You're saying I can't jump five feet, but I can jump ten feet. I'm saying this in love. But I'm telling you that there are many of you that are deceiving yourself. And this is the reason. That your faith isn't working for healing and for your marriage. And for all of these other things you're praying for is because you're you're trying to believe for things that are vastly more important than money. But you haven't exercised your faith in the lowest level 
which is money. You're trying to jump from the ground to the top of the ladder instead of starting at the first rung. You're thinking, oh, I can reach the top of this ladder, no problem, but you can't even reach the first step. You can't trust God for that which is least. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching. Good. I know that there's people all over the world that this is rocking your attitude towards money and you're saying this isn't the way I've thought. Obviously. I'm telling you, I have ministered and I have seen thousands, maybe ten thousands, possibly hundreds of thousands of people. That have received revelation about money and trusting in their money. And well, let me say it this way, trusting God and putting him first ahead of their money. And when people do that, it just starts a supernatural flow in your life. Not only a flow of money. Yes, you give and it'll be given back unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Luke 638. But not only finances, it starts a spiritual flow of God's blessings towards you when you start. Trusting God in this area of money. It does something. I have seen people that go on to maturity. Let me say it this way. I know thousands of people as I've traveled and ministered for over 51 years. And I have met thousands of people. And I I cannot name one person that I consider to be a mature, stable Christian. I can't name one of those that doesn't trust God in this area of finances. But I could name thousands of people who love God and God has touched their life. They're excited. But 
but they haven't grown to this level to where they start trusting him and they are unstable nenga tebanna kula kutuka kuchigera echo kwesiga katonda mumbere eno norecho ngabai dankana dankana eno neri they may love God at this time but when I come back in a year's time to that church I can't guarantee you they're going to still be there and still loving God because basubulu kubanga bagala katonda atera ne wemba nkomye wo mukanisa ya bwenga mpi wajise wakabanga mbasangera bachalya wenyini wenna baleka if somebody got sick and if they had a problem they may get upset they may fall away omuntu wabafunye kimusumbu wa obandu adde chinzo kubanyiza era ne besanga balinganga abagudde and every one of those people have not matured to a place to where they are trusting God. There is something that goes with trusting God in this area of finances that propels you to a level of maturity. Nembere yokuwe siga katonda, mungara zineza sente, echo nechikutusa kuchigere echo kukula. Now I'm not saying that it's everything, but it is necessary, it's a necessary step, or as Jesus said, it's the least area of trusting God. Ela siga manti nolio kubolio ka edirino kutusa mkukula, neyenga manti diyeri mkugo, kuwanga na yesu ya chokela na aga manti chinoche chitono. And if you can't trust him with your finances, then you can't trust him with greater things. Norecho wubanga tuspala kuwe siga katonda, you need to start trusting God in this area and for the first two days this week I've been primarily giving an introduction but I am going to start talking specifically about how partnership benefits you. There is a difference between, you know, in the Old Testament they used to scatter seed. They would have a bag and they would take seed and they'd just throw it everywhere and it would fall on top of the ground. It'd fall on stony ground. It'd fall where there was thorns, and that's what the whole parable of Mark chapter four is about. But as we've progressed, we've learned that if you will dig a furrow, and if you will space your seeds and plant them on purpose. You get a much greater harvest. Much more of those seeds will sprout and produce a harvest than if you just scatter them. And there is, that's the difference between just giving every once in a while, giving emotionally when there's a problem or a need, and so you just scatter your seed. And you throw it. You'll get some response off that, but when you start partnering and giving deliberately, spacing it out, 
Osobola kalo kufuna afuna yo mwebyo byomansiza na yate wotandika okubera nga obera ne kigendererwa nga osachimu mu byensimbi mu bulichimucho wayo As Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 he says set aside every single week on the first day of the week what you are going to give to God Iranga Paulo yagamba bakulinso kisoka 10 mukaga nti bulirunako olusoka musabiti mutereke ebali e, bulicho nache mu when you start giving deliberately like that, it's like planting in furrows, spacing your seeds versus just throwing your seeds here. You will get a much, much greater return. Kati oboja kufuna makungula manji nyo okusinga atabino ensigo zomansobu masa. Partnership is of course beneficial to the church or to the ministry that you give to yes but partnership is beneficial to you Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed.